0: (laughs) yeah no that's great yeah well awesome
1: so you rolled in to california what five months ago now has it been
0: correct yes we moved uh, from denver colorado in february of this year
1: oh my gosh so you know most people are leaving california
0: (laughs) well i've enjoyed california it's great to be near the water um, and the climate is amazing so we're excited to be here
1: yeah so colorado the rockies you were in denver
0: Correct. Yeah, Yeah. we were south of Denver. I was in Denver for 15 years. And then prior to that, Orlando, Florida for 21
1: years. So you must be a a nature buff of some kind, like mountains and the rivers and the lakes and the trails, all that fun stuff that Colorado has.
0: Yes, I enjoyed the time in Colorado. The trails were amazing. And what's cool, the city of Denver is is really close to the mountains, so it's easy to get out and enjoy uh, the trails and the, the mountains as well.
1: That's awesome. So how long in Colorado and Denver again?
0: I was in Denver for 15 years. Okay,
1: very cool. And then before that, you were saying Florida. Where in Florida?
0: I was in Orlando for 21 years.
1: Orlando. Okay. So what was in Florida? Was that, were you working there? College was in Florida?
0: Correct. Yep. I actually um, went to college in Florida. I went to Florida State for undergrad. I've got a finance degree there. I also went to the University of Central Florida for an accounting degree, and then the University of Florida for grad school. Uh, spent quite a bit of time there, and then our family we moved to Denver, Colorado, uh, to be closer to my family that w- they're in Kansas.
1: Okay, so, yeah. so you're from originally from Kansas. Originally from you grew Kansas. Up there. Yeah. Okay, and your family's still in Kansas. They are. And what city there?
0: They live in a small town called Pittsburgh, which is in the southeastern corner of Kansas.
1: And so is that near Topeka? It would be Kansas near city? Joplin, Missouri. Joplin it would
0: be the nearest town.
1: Okay. Awesome. I'm from Tulsa way, way back, so oh, wow. I've got a little bit of oh, <laughs> familiarity cool. with that. Um, so working um, in Colorado, that was with Flatiron? Correct. Okay, so yeah. tell us a little bit about your finance background and, mm-hmm. and how you came to be CFO at Granite Rock.
0: Yeah, yeah. So uh, my professional background includes nine years of public accounting and uh, 17 years of industry. Twelve of the 17 years uh, were in construction. And most recently, as Vice President of Finance and Corporate Controller at Flatiron Construction at their home office in Denver, um, I was primarily responsible for accounting and financial reporting, also involved with insurance and uh, the cash disbursement process. Um, on the accounting side, uh, We're responsible for consolidating the financial results for both the the U.S. and Canadian operations. And then our financials would roll up with our sister company, Turner Construction, which would then roll up uh, to our parent, Hochtief, which was based in Germany. So we would report in both U.S. GAAP as well as IFRS, which is the International Reporting Standards. Um, One of the big projects that we worked on was the annual audit. And part of that process was getting out and visiting some of our larger projects, which was always a highlight. Um, It was great to see the work and also meet with the construction team. Uh, Some of the jobs that I was able to to visit was a large hydro dam in the northern part of British Columbia. Um, Also went out to uh, Montreal for a large bridge project over the St. Lawrence River. And then um, visited the Calaveras Dam project near San Francisco which was cool. Um, Granite Rock actually supplied some rock and material for I the Calaveras that. Dam project, so that was a, a cool uh, project. And then uh, Flatiron also worked with Granite Rock on a couple smaller joint ventures as well. Mm-hmm. So, small world.
1: Yeah, it is a small world. <laughs> what, um, so it sounds like it's a much bigger company than Granite Rock.
0: Correct, it's, a, it's an international company, um, annual revenues of about $2 billion, um, several large joint venture projects. Uh, we did quite a bit of work in the state of California, though, so pretty familiar with this area
1: mm-hmm. so what interested you in um coming to granite rock like what when you heard about the opening for c f o and you started doing some research about the company and mm-hmm. looking into it like what what looked appealing to you?
0: Yeah, it's interesting because I had um, Monterey on the bucket list and wanted to come out to visit Monterey. And a couple weeks before I heard about the opportunity, I just registered for the Big Sur Marathon. And we had planned the trip um, to come out April this year to visit the area and then um, got a a phone call uh, from a recruiter. And she had mentioned that Granite Rock was starting a search process for an opportunity. And I asked where it was and she said it was near Monterey. So that was pretty cool. Um, I was really excited about that, and started
1: pretty fortuitous. It was uh, yeah, yeah, it was
0: really cool. Um, and started to do some research on Granite Rock. And one of the early um, things I found was a, a podcast called Dirt Talk that Aaron Witt hosted and interviewed our CEO Tom Squerry. And yep. I was just so impressed with Tom and um, just the culture of Granite Rock. Really impressed with the long-term perspective and the company's commitment to its core values. So that really piqued my interest, continued to, to work through the process, and met with the team and was super impressed with the team and um, excited about the opportunity and just the, the rich history that the company has and the chance to make an impact um, and, and help continue to further that.
1: Yeah, real quick. So are you a Dirt Talk listener, Aaron Witt? Because I mean, we're huge fans over here. I am. And we've done a lot of work with him in the past. So, are, do you I listen? was very
0: impressed. I don't listen to all of the episodes, but I was very impressed with with Aaron and the work that he did.
1: Yeah, he does some really amazing some, stuff.
0: Some great work. Yeah, yeah. for
1: sure. And uh, it's funny that you heard Tom on, on his podcast yeah, yeah. Talk about a small world, right? Right. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> wow, that was great. Yeah, that was that was great. Okay, so so you were coming to Monterey. You had it on your bucket list to come visit. You'd signed up for the Big Sur Marathon, and then all of a sudden, the CFO opening. Right, Landed in your lab at Granite Rock, which is headquartered, you know, here in Watsonville. Wow.
0: Yeah, it was really exciting. And I think it, it really fit well with my experience. Um, I've got a, a background in both accounting and finance. And I was really excited about the opportunity of working more on the financial side. Um, and we were at a point in life where our kids were a little bit older and we had some flexibility. So um, really enjoyed uh, meeting with tom and just the the team that that we met with during the interview process and thought it would be a good fit in terms of culture um really strong leadership um, i felt like it was a great job description and a great location so i was super excited
1: awesome so you mentioned your family a couple times uh, married and a couple kids tell us a little bit about your yeah, yeah your family yeah. and did they all make it out to california
0: So, yeah, I'm married. My wife, Angela, and I, we have two kids. Our son, Kyle, is a junior at the University of Alabama in Tuscaloosa, and he's studying management information systems. Uh And our daughter, Kenley graduated from Colorado State University about a year and a half ago. And she moved with us. She's living in San Jose, and she's working remote uh, for a telecommunications company based in Denver. And then we've got an English bulldog named Rufus, who's four years old. So.
1: Nice. <laughs> oh, Rufus. How cute. <laughs> well, we're all dog lovers here, Great. so you're in, you're in good hands. Um, so the CFO role, tell us a little bit. I mean, obviously, it's money and numbers and the finance side of Granite Rock. But from your perspective, what what is the role here at Granite Rock?
0: Yeah, it's really coming alongside the team, I think. Um, it's cool that the leadership team and the operations team at Granite Rock have a really good understanding of the financial side. And I'm, I'm looking forward to working with them and being a resource um, and starting to, to help on the strategic side where we start to look into the future and help guide the company uh, from a financial perspective as we try to prioritize some of the opportunities that we'll have in, in the future. So um, it's really taking the historical results and then looking at those and, and trying to um, help translate that to the strategic side as to where we're headed um, as a company.
1: So um, Flatiron was bigger, but Granite Rock seems like it, it has its own complexities being a vertically integrated company. Um, are there any um, similarities between the two?
0: Yeah, y- um, you're right. I think there is quite a bit of complexity with Granite Rock because of the different um, divisions that we have in the vertical integration. Um, not only do we have the construction, which I was very familiar with at Flatiron, but we also have the quarry. And then the, the road materials as well. So there's a lot of complex, complexity as to how those um, different divisions interact and complement each other. And I think a lot of opportunity as well for us as we look forward uh, from a strategic perspective and how we we um, leverage the the material side of the business and and use that to serve our customers well.
1: So uh, I know I'm not alone in this thought that gas prices are crazy. Grocery bills are higher than they've ever been. You look at the stock market, it doesn't really give you warm fuzzies either. Uh, We're hearing a lot about inflation, the inflation rate, interest rates rising, not to put you on the spot too much, but how are things looking uh, for Granite Rock and for our local um, industry?
0: Yeah, I think there's a lot of uncertainty when it comes to the economic forecast for the rest of this year and next year. Um, I think we're all monitoring the key indicators and economic developments, and and like you said, there are several um, challenging areas and a lot of economic headwind that we're currently seeing. I think the impact will ultimately depend on the region and also the type of work. Um, Public work has historically been somewhat insulated from economic headwinds, and um, in the state of California, there's quite a bit of work, and more specifically, the San Francisco Bay Area, which is our primary footprint. Um, in addition to that, we've got the Federal Infrastructure and Investment and Jobs Act, which is going to uh, bring about $30 billion of funds that are earmarked for California uh, highways and bridges over the next five years. And uh, according to a construction consulting firm, FMI, the early funding uh, for this is expected to favor some smaller shovel-ready projects over the next two years. Um, In addition to the federal side, we've also, um, the state of California recently released its 2022-2023 budget, which includes uh, $14.8 billion for a variety of transportation projects, and $7.7 billion of this is for high-priority transit and rail infrastructure over the next four years. So there's quite a bit of public work that will help offset the, uh, the potential decrease in private work, and private work historically has been more susceptible to economic headwinds, and that's something we'll have to keep a close eye on. I um, expect each company will, will really just be assessing its active projects in regards to timing and scope and determining whether um, those projects will move forward as planned.
1: Um, yeah. Um, I know you said Public Works is somewhat insulated, but man, you see those bid results come out and there's 11 bidders on a $200,000 job. I mean, it's so, so competitive right now. It's really tight.
0: It's very competitive.
1: Yeah, so we gotta we gotta really keep an eye on that and make sure Granite Rock is able to pick up some of those jobs. Um, yeah, so a little bit of uncertainty, just right? Something.
0: I think everybody is just monitoring the market and trying to gauge the impact. Um, mm-hmm. How deep the impact will be and, and for how long.
1: So your CFO, you come into granite Rock at the one time in the last like five to ten years where we're starting to see a dip because I've like I said, I've been here eight years and it's mm-hmm. been pretty rosy and now is the first time we're we're kind of seeing uh, a change in the economy a little bit. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and that's one thing that I think Granite Rock is well-equipped to manage just because of the long-term perspective that we have and the history that we have, and we've got a great foundation in place to to work through uncertainty. Um, So while there is uncertainty, I think it is an opportunity for Granite Rock to continue to to review its processes and procedures and and strengthen um, some of those things that have made it successful in the past.
1: So when you're not... Being the chief financial officer, I know you have a lot of other, um, activities on your plate. So tell us a little bit about your, um, I want to say extreme athleticism.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, I, I do enjoy running and triathlon in particular, um, I've competed in several events, including trail runs, off-road triathlon, and Ironman 70.3 events. Just enjoy the process of preparing for those events, all the data that comes with it, and then competing against others.
1: yeah, but these aren't just triathlons, like you said, Ironman level or half Ironman level. I mean, this talk about the mileage that you're putting in. I mean, this is a swim, bike, and running, and it's not like five miles running <laughs> and and a half mile swim. It's it's pretty intense. Correct.
0: Yeah, the, the distances are a little bit longer. The swim would be one point two miles. The bike would be fifty six miles, and the run would be thirteen okay Uh, so it adds up to 70.3 which is what the event would be Um, and it's just it's a an endurance event i think so you just kind of work through it Um, and each race has a unique set of challenges Uh, but it it is fun to get out there and prepare and and see how you do
1: so how often are you training
0: i'll train uh, usually seven days a week i'm Pretty consistent with that. I get up seven pretty, days, no right. no rest day. Well, yeah. Usually Monday, I spend a day in the gym, and then the, the other six days would be endurance training. Um, but try to be pretty consistent.
1: Okay, so what does that look like? Are you getting up at 5 in the morning? Are you doing it after work? Are you taking it during lunch? Like, kind of tell, I want to know. Like, <laughs> I like this stuff. I, I was yeah. a runner in my day, oh, so yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: so I do, um, I typically go to bed pretty early and get up at 4, and I'll, I'll four. train. Yeah, I'll train first thing in the morning before I head to work. So usually by the end of the day, I'm, I'm, I'm done and um, just kind of reset for the following day, and then I'll have a pretty big day on Saturday. And then mm-hmm. a fairly big day on Sunday.
1: What are the big days? Is that running or cycling, or do you try and do both in one day?
0: Typically, I'll do a large, uh, a long bike ride on Saturday and then a long run on Sunday. And then I'll add a swim to it depending on what the schedule looks like.
1: So, All right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> You've got more energy than I do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That's awesome. Yeah. That's cool. So, of uh, the running, swimming, and biking, what's your favorite? Mm-hmm. Running. Running, I do really? enjoy
0: running, and especially trail running. Okay. Uh, some of my favorite trail runs. There's the uh, Leadville Heavy Half, which was in Leadville, Colorado. The race starts just over ten thousand feet and goes up to Mosquito Pass, which is just over thirteen thousand feet. And you're above tree line and the, the views are just spectacular. And it was a, a great trail run. Um, another favorite was the Vale GoPro Games, which was um, a trail run in the Vale Village. Um, just a great course i did it six years in a row aspen trees and just fantastic trails so it was really really a beautiful place to to get out and do some running but you know with all the great events it was the training right i mean you spend so much time training and preparing so i just enjoy that um and being out in different parts of you know the the area and seeing some some new trails and and all but it's great to be in california because there's some new trails to explore
1: so I was just going to say, how has the transition been? Do you, do you love it here, and have you found some great places?
0: I do. The, the climate is perfect for endurance training. Um, the weather is, is fairly cool, um, so it's easy to get out and, and enjoy it. Um, I spent quite a bit of time and down near Monterey riding and, and running, and, and those have been great. Um, I did the Big Sur Marathon in April, and that was the first time I had seen that area, which was just fantastic. So it was a really memorable run.
1: Yeah, it is one for the, yeah, record books for sure. It's just so pretty. And uh, people come from all over the world, obviously, to run that one.
0: They do. And I was really impressed with how international the field was. There were a lot of runners um, from around the world there.
1: Mm-hmm. Awesome. So How'd you do? Was I did, it hard? I did pretty like,
0: well. Yeah. yeah, I actually uh, ran it in three hours and 32 minutes, um, which was, um, I ended up finishing, I think, in the top 10% for my age group. So I was surprised but encouraged.
1: Nice. Would that uh, qualify you for Boston at that time? It
0: would not. It would um, not. Oh. I was about 12 minutes off for oh. Boston.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Have you run Boston?
0: No, I haven't.
1: Oh, okay. But. All right. Awesome. So you're transitioning to California. Okay. You're settling in. You're not daunted by the housing uh, prices.
0: Well, yeah, that, that is a challenge, um, but we're enjoying it and and know that things will Will work out once we get settled, but right now, just kind of exploring the area.
1: Mm-hmm. Great. Uh, are you going to miss the snow?
0: <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not going to miss the snow. <laughs> the uh, California or the Colorado summers were amazing, um, but I wasn't as big of a fan of the Colorado winters.
1: Yeah, no doubt. So. Well, thank you so much for taking some time out of your day. I know uh, you know you're busy and got a lot on your plate. Yeah. So thanks for taking the time to come up to the studio here and uh, spend some time on the podcast.
0: Great. No, thank you.
1: Yeah. Awesome. Well, welcome to Granite Rock.
0: Thank you. It's great to be part of the team.